We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thank you guys so much for listening. We are a day late, but for good reason, as we are going to be reacting to Oregon Beer Awards 2021. Yeah, they were last night. Usually they're on Tuesdays. It was on a Thursday, and uh, the two of us presented an award, sort of, apparently. Go us! Um, I was not able to view because I was still at work when the awards were going on, but uh, both Patrick and I were a presenter at the Oregon Beer Awards. We did a little uh, minute 45 pre-recorded video that I guess froze in the middle. <laughs> but uh, the audio kept going. The audio so that's kept a good going, thing. so that's good. Um, I'm, a, I'm assuming it froze on some sort of terrible face for one or both of us. And uh, not bad, not great. Yeah, not bad. It could have been terrible. Could have been terrible. Yes. And then uh, also, I guess because they were having technical difficulties, I don't know why our video stopped because it worked when we both looked at it and sent it. So yeah. I'm not really sure. But uh, probably I, what happens when you have a computer running with like 75 people on a Zoom chat. Probably. And uh, uh, yeah, I guess the logo of the podcast stayed up for a very long time. <laughs> yep. They were trying to like cycle through some stuff and it just kind of stuck there and I was OK with it. Yeah. I didn't so, have an issue with it. I felt like we got our money's worth. <laughs> so if you watched OBAs <clears throat> yesterday, if you partook in the virtual OBAs and you saw us with our stupid frozen faces and heard us give away the Imperial IPA category. Thanks for watching. And uh, if you're listening for the first time because you saw us at OBAs, hi, welcome. You've, mi- you've missed two and a half years of episodes, so you got a lot, of, a lot to go get catching up on. Come on, go back to episode one. Let's go. Yeah, which is kind of a cool thing. I mean, I, I, that's wild to think about. Like, I don't know any podcasts that I've jumped on and been like, oh, I'm going to listen to this. And then all of a sudden it's like, you have two and a half years of stuff that's current and relevant. Yeah, I would say almost all of it almost is current all of it. and relevant. There's some COVID stuff in there that's not so relevant these days, but... Uh, you can. It's a time capsule. You can kind of see how yeah. we slowly became more serious about it because I think in the beginning, both of us were a little bit like, what is this? Yeah. Like, is this just like a flu and we're going to be fine? Like, mm. ah, masks. And then we were like, okay, we should probably be really smart we're like, about I this. I don't want to be in the same same uh, room with you. Michael. Yeah. Like, I don't want to die. You know, <clears throat> so that that's, uh, that's a time capsule. So that'll be interesting to, to go back and listen to. But if you're listening for the first time, thanks for stopping by. We appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate it. Uh, normally what we do is we talk about our week in beer. 
We do our segment, whatever it is that we're doing that day on the podcast or that week on the podcast. And then we have a beer of the week that we do at the end of every podcast. Uh, usually it's a beer that one of us found that seemed interesting. Mm-hmm. It's not a guarantee of it being a great beer. It's just more of a, hey, let's try this together because this is something interesting that I that, that I found this weekend that uh, I have yet to have in my fridge. So uh, that's go- that's going to be what's happening right now. We also normally drink a beer during the first segment. Today we are drinking a beer today from a brewery I've never heard of before. Yes, today we are drinking a beer from Proper Brewing Company. Check your head. This comes from one of our listeners, Chris, went out to Utah and brought us back a little uh, a little present basket. Thank you, Chris. Uh, Proper Brewing Company, Salt Lake City, Utah. This is their Czech-style Pilsner. Which I have found to be my favorite style yeah. of Pilsner over the last month. Um, and uh, so I'm excited to give this a try. Salt Lake City beer. I don't know anything about Utah beer. so I don't either. I just know Epic and Uinta. That's all I and know. And I thought Epic was in Colorado, so that's, uh, that's another fun. Technically, they are. <laughs> yes. but they. I thought they were based in Colorado. No, they, they're based out of Utah. Yeah, I don't know anything about Utah beer. So so uh, this will be interesting to give a try. I, I very much liked this style recently, so hopefully it uh, l- it lives up to my lofty expectations for Czech style Pilsners now. You can find this podcast almost everywhere you can find podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Odyssey app, Omni, Stitcher, TendingToTheFan.com. Instagram.com slash Beers on Us is where you can find our main social media hub. We also have a Twitter and Facebook at Beers on Us Pod and Facebook.com slash Beers on Us. But most of our stuff that we do is on Instagram. Personal pages, I am at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. Patrick is at PDiddy085 on both Twitter and Instagram. Weekend beer-wise... Uh, I had myself a pretty good weekend beer. I went over to my girlfriend's house, and I stopped at Market of Choice first to get myself some beer to bring over there. She doesn't really drink, so there's not usually beer in the fridge. And I got myself a Circle Cutter IPA from Little Beast, okay, which I don't think you would like because it was uh, heavy on the pineapple flavor. But I love pineapple, and uh, it was a very good IPA. Little Beast to me has been uh, a brewery that I, I I've given a lot of love to on this podcast because I feel like... People don't trust that they they make their IPAs as well as they make some of their other beers, but their IPAs have been really good. I've really, really enjoyed them. So that's, uh, for the most part, so that's one that I, I had this weekend that I very much liked. I went back to the Wolves and People Well. I haven't had their beer in a very long time, and by very long time, I mean like a year. And uh, they had an American-style stout on the shelf. It was more like a, an American strong ale. It kind of had more of like that ambery, dark brown color. But it was it was good. It kind of had a little bit of uh, I think they they had cherries in it. It was very fruity and uh, kind of unexpected because I was expecting a stout out of it. But I haven't had a strong ale in a long time, so I, I kind of appreciated that it was that that kind of style of beer. And then I had uh, the Ex Novo and Forland Pilsner collaboration, Ooh. which was <clears throat> delightful. I've had my eyes on that. It was very good. Very good? Very good. All right. All right. And the fourth beer I bought this weekend is going to be our beer of the week. So uh, that was my weekend beer. Uh, I've been enjoying the beer that we got from Pelican last week. Um, we brought home... Oh, yeah. I forgot I gave all that stuff to you. Yes, because you can't really drink. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, we brought home Updrift IPA after the episode last week when they were talking about how much they thought it was in their sweet spot. And boy, is it in the sweet yeah. spot right now. It's very good. And uh, what was the name of the pale? Paddleback. Paddleback, yes. Uh, that's been very, very good as well. And I bought myself the uh, Tsunami Stout in the fridge, and boy, is that tasting good. Like, It tasted good when we were out it there. It did. That was, that was kind of the thing. And I, I want to say this at the beginning of this podcast. Um, yes, Pelican sponsored that episode. Yes, we're going to go there a couple more times. Mm-hmm. Uh, n- nothing that we said or did was 
in any way forced because we were going to Pelican because they wanted us there. Facts. Um, we were both. We sat. We sat down after the first segment before we did the interview, and they came into the room, and we just kind of looked at each other and we were like, "Oh." Because neither of us have had Pelican a lot recently. Mm-hmm. I can't find it fresh in the store. It's tough to find fresh in the store. And um, so we. I, I just kind of let it go a little bit. Because mm-hmm. I had had one or two and I was like, you know, this just isn't very fresh. And I went back to the store and I found that Tsunami Stout, which was, you know, within the last month. And I found the Kawanda Cream Ale from three weeks ago. Oh. Now, I didn't buy it, but okay. I, ch- I date checked it. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, okay, because we just had a bunch of it there, and I just had a bunch in my fridge. I day checked it when I went to the supermarket, and I was like, this is three weeks old. And this Kawanda Cream Ale, when we had it at Pelican, was exceptional. Yeah, it was really good. And I went, okay, don't forget that Pelican makes good beer. Just because what you find in the store may be old-er doesn't mean that they're making bad beer. It just means it's been sitting too long. So from the bottom of my heart, I say this. None of that was forced. It no. was all a, holy crap, we've been overlooking Pelican this last year. Yeah, and and it was just a fun experience uh, to hear stories from Darren. I always kind of like, you know, when the old guys tell stories, that's kind of my thing. Uh, yeah, and I remember looking at you, and I remember after tasting all the beers, I just kind of looked at you, and I was like, all of this beer is solid. Yes. All of this stuff is good. There's no bad beer on this. And when we and said, I said it on the pod, I call it I called it beer by design. Yep, and I said it was all very nuanced, and I think mm-hmm. that's something... Again, that was not salesmanship. That was the truth. Yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think either of us would do any sort of salesmanship anyway in this kind of situation. I mean, no. it was just honest truth. If we didn't like something, we just probably wouldn't talk about it. We we wouldn't say anything. Probably, yeah. I mean, it, it was all truth. Yeah, it if was, something kind of sucks, I kind of just keep my mouth shut. Yeah, especially if you're out of place, but. This is just one. So, Darren, why does this beer suck? <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was mind blowing to me because my expectations had shifted for Pelican, and uh, I had to put them right back up where where they used to be for me. And I saw their Bird Day Volume Two is now in bottles, and that oh, was great. the one that we tried pre carbonation. <clears throat> oh, excellent! The mezcal that was really yeah, yeah. good. So, oh, cool! I'll have to find one of those bottles because I really enjoyed where that beer was going. I just wanted to say that. Off the top of just like that is not something that was in any way we're fluffing Pelican because they sponsored three episodes. No, that was just honest how we were tasting it. It makes me really excited to go out there for the next two shows, mm-hmm. you know, just to re- relive that again and, and different locations and things like that. Um, yeah, really excited about that adventure. Your week in beer, sir. Oh, sorry. My week in beer is boring as always. Um, <laughs> hey, you know how much time you got left? Like a week and a half. I know, I know. Um, let's see here. I we we drank uh, the a boat with no name. from yes. Von Ebert, new IPA from Von Ebert. Yesterday, real onion garlicky. Yeah, it was when you said that sweaty. to me. I, I couldn't pinpoint it because there was a flavor in it that I didn't really understand. Hop driven, very much hop driven. And when you said onion garlic, I went, "Yep." That's what it is. Yep. That's what it is. And some people really like it. Sometimes it can be a little too much. I think for me and that beer was a little too much. It was a little much. much. I didn't mind. I Once I started, once I got the, it was like kind of a shock to my palate. And once I got to the next, to the next stages of the beer, I, I actually started to enjoy it a lot. Um, I had Heater Allen Pilsner yesterday. Okay. Um, while um, announcing uh, the awards at OBA and. Um, oh yeah, I had the. Uh, Multnomah County Stout from Culmination while we announced the awards. Uh, yeah. 
We decided to have a beer that signified us. Mm-hmm. We were going to maybe just bring a double IPA in because we were announcing Imperial IPA. And we went, you know what? Let's just get what our favorite style is. So I got a barrel-aged stout, and you got yourself uh, a light, crispy beer. And I had a buddy even text me. They were like, you holding the heater, Alan Hellis, in your hand? And I was like, yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am, in fact. I don't. I think my can was too small to fully, uh, yeah. to fully tell what it was. But uh, And then let's see. I did. So I went to a baseball game. Uh, over the weekend, and I did cheat a little bit and stopped off at Rubens up in Ballard, Seattle, and uh, had some really great beer from them. I had their, they had a Hellas on draft. Was it a Hellas or was it a Pilsner? I think it was a Hellas off their lager tap, which I wasn't quite sure what that meant. It took longer to pour. Oh, oh, <laughs> but okay. it didn't seem like the so traditional. It was like, a, it was like a slow pour, but it didn't seem like that because th- maybe the bartender, like maybe it was a little bartender error, because he was probably just like, "Look, I don't want to sit and wait for this thing, <laughs> and just let it pour over." And so it got it, but it tasted great. And then I tried a couple of their IPAs, um, one that had won at JBF, something like that, and it was it was delicious. I almost walked out with a T-shirt. Because they have a silhouette of Princess Leia drinking a Rubens beer. It's like her hair. You can just see her hair, and that's it. And then there's a Rubens can with a hand on it. And I almost bought that. Oh, you should have. But I didn't. That is so up your alley. I know. I know. I didn't like the colors in the background. It was it was a solid shirt with that, but yeah. it was like this green I didn't care for, and this yellow I didn't care for. And but it was Leia I know. and Rubens. I know. Isn't green and yellow kind of like their core colors? Isn't that why they probably did that? Rubens? Yeah, like I'm, I see oh, a lot I of those know. colors on their cans, right? Oh, well, I don't know. That's an interesting question. I could be wrong. But I yeah, don't know. but I so I got to cheat and I was at Rubens for a little bit and and I quite enjoyed that. How do you feel about this beer before we dive into uh, the OBAs? You know, I'm really into this beer. Me too. I'm really into this beer. This is really tasting yeah, good. This is tasting great. This is giving me <clears> that <throat> Czech style Pilsner love that I want right here. And this is a brewery out of Salt Lake City. Yeah, it so, scares okay, me. Okay, Utah beer. You know, like Chris, thank you again for bringing beers. But it always scares me when people travel and, you know, they'll bring because, you know, most of my friends know that if they travel and they go to anywhere and they taste a good beer, they're like, hey, you want me to bring you back some? I'm always like, yes. And now we have the podcast and do it. And then when someone comes back and they're like, yeah, I went to this place called Proper Brewing Company and I had a Pilsner and I thought it was great and I brought you some. I'm like, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Please no, please no, please no. Yeah, and then you like open it and you pour it in a can and you're just like, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. And you taste it and you're like, damn it, this beer sucks. No, here's the thing. Normally I would say that's <clears throat> the case. The fact was that- my life in Montana? The fact that we liked- the Montana <clears throat> Scotch Ale. The cold smoke. The cold smoke. Dude, I heard someone The ta- fact that you opened that up mm-hmm. and went, I'm going to hate this. <laughs> and I said, I'll probably hate it too. <laughs> and we poured it and we went, this is really good. <laughs> I will trust beer from other states more. Not completely, but more. Dude, my so we went we went to this baseball game, my partner and I, and then we went with and then we went with some some vaxxed friends and one of my buddy, his brother lives in uh, Montana, <clears throat> lives in Livingston, kind of near Bozeman area, and he's a brewer. And, you know, we were talking, talking, blah, blah, blah. And then I heard him and his buddy were chatting about something. He was like, yeah, dude, that was the day we crushed like 10 cold smokes. And I heard that and I like felt like a, a dog seeing a squirrel. I was like, what'd you just say? Did you say cold smoke? And I forget that that's that's normal to them. That's, that's their beer. Yeah, that's like somebody saying, yeah, man, you remember? That was the time we crushed like 12 mirror ponds. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't think anything of that, but he said cold smoke, and I was like, cold smoke. 
What's that? What are you talking about? Scotch ale. What do you know about cold spray? We've had that. Do you, you know like scotch ales? <laughs> do you like coffee scotch ales? You guys are weird. <laughs> so because of that, I'm starting to trust these out-of-state beers a little bit more. Also because of like Robbie Rhoda. He brings yeah. all this good out-of-state beer into the, in, in here with uh, day one. So yeah, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I appreciate that. So this beer is delightful. Proper Brewings. Check Sal Pilsner. Check your head. I'm assuming this is not uh, available locally. But if you... Go to Salt Lake City for business, pleasure, family, and you haven't heard of this, uh, try this beer. It's pretty good. I can't read it. Okay. So, OBAs. OBAs. 2021. <clears throat> Virtual for hopefully the last time ever because it's really fun to go and get drunk and party. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, a huge shout out. You know, we, we're a little behind the scenes in this. You know, Anna and Rachel over at Willamette Weekly, they put a ton of work into this along with Ezra at New School and Ben Edmonds at Breakside. Those guys put in a lot of work. And this year is unlike any other, you know, Ben Ben put it great because he kind of he kind of had a statement at the beginning. And, and I'll get into some of the stuff he talked about as well. But part of the statement he said was, the last year's OBAs was really the last time we all got together and celebrated craft beer in the state of Oregon. Because that was basically like <clears throat> right before COVID it was three, shut the world three, down. Three, four weeks before. Because that's, I remember it's right before St. Patrick's Day is when everything shut down. And OBAs is usually mid February. And it's crazy to think about. Like, I went to those OBAs and that feels like 10 years ago. Yep. And so to have a night, even though we weren't all together, to have a night to be together virtually to celebrate Oregon Craft Beer was was just kind of a, a real nice shot in the arm, you know, pun intended. You know, like I just felt good. It was like, yes, God, I miss this community. Let's start with the big wins, and then we'll kind of dive into some of the stuff that we noticed in the awards. So big brewery of the year, large brewery of the year. Large brewery of the year was sh- should be no surprise to anybody. It went to Breakside, Breakside Brewery. Um, which is the fifth out of the last six years they've won something large like brewery that, of the yeah. year. And I have, I have all the winners of the <clears throat> judged categories printed out. Yeah. And it's hard to find categories that they don't have a medal in. Yeah, Breakside, I remember two years ago when we, because I think it was <clears throat> the year we went, or mm-hmm. maybe it was the year after we went, you said that it was like shocking that Breakside got shut out almost, and... This year, that is not the case. Yeah, it all comes in waves, you know. The like Breakside snags a bronze and Pilsner, a gold and golden blonde and light, a silver and pale lagers, a bronze and classic UK styles, a gold in red beers, a gold in American pale ale, um, do to do to do to do to do a gold in fruit beers. A do to do to do to do to do a bronze and American sour beer, a bronze and mixed culture fruit mixed culture, a gold in fresh hop, a silver in fresh hop, <laughs> and a silver in fresh hop hazy, and a gold in other fresh hop beers. Yeah, so that's like fifteen. Medals. Yeah, they did. Yeah, the kids did well over there, and I was texting some of them late last night, and um, they were all they were all very happy, and I'm very excited, and you know it was. Awards, you know, Natalie got some awards at Decom, and Dylan got some awards at at Slabtown, and the production staff and the Barrel Project, they all got some awards from Milwaukee. So it was a good night all around for those guys. So there's as, large, as they tend to do. Large brewery of the year, uh, medium <clears throat> medium sized brewery of the year, middle sized brewery of the year went to Von Ebert. All right, who also those are my people who also got gold for IPA gold with for, volatile substance. Yes, yes, I love it. That's a great night for them. 
Um, and I think they snuck some other stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, they, they had a some couple of the other... barrel aged stuff in there. Yep. You know that I wonder if you know might have been an offshoot of Sean when he was still there too. But but see, I saw volatile substance up <clears> there at the top, and I because I very recently I've had a couple of cans of that, and it's been as good as it's ever been. It's, it, it's been on point, and it makes me think that's what they sent in for OBAs because if if it's that shockingly good when I have it. Uh, and I had it on draft when I went. Oh, that was another thing I did this weekend. I totally forgot. You I went, went to Von Ebert. I went to Von Ebert. Oh, I love those guys. In Beaverton. The, oh, the, the new spot. The by design pizza place. Uh, pizza, by the way, pretty good. Mm. You know, it was, it was a solid pie. I got myself a medium hail the pig because, of course. And um, Can you tell me what does dough taste like? Uh, dough tastes like uh, an angel kissing you inside the mouth. What if you put cheese on it? Uh, it tastes like five mm. angels kissing you all over your body. Oh, man, dude. You know, everything I eat is crunchy. <laughs> I noticed that this morning. I was like, why do my teeth hurt? Because everything I eat is crunchy. That is... And if you wake up, <laughs> if you like wake up like I don't want to work hard to eat food right now, I kind of just want to like eat something satisfying. No, it's a damn chore to eat. Not just the cooking and the cleaning, but then I, I put it in my mouth. I'm like, um, um, um. I called it rabbit food yesterday, and that is not <laughs> making me feel any different about it. Uh, so very good for the uh, Von Ebert guys. Uh, I, I got volatile substance when I went there on draft, and who boy, was it delightful. Yeah, and it, it's, you know, and this was something when I was at Breakside that we used to always talk about because, you know, I'm 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 so I'm, I'm so biased towards the production staff down there. I, I love that team so much, and I spent so many years with them and root for them it says a lot when your when your packaged mass-produced products perform at awards i think it speaks volumes i think it's really cool and you'll see you know like for our category um those were all one-offs i think stormbreaker ended up packaging it because i saw it online but the other two Oakshire and Ten Barrel, I haven't tasted those beers because they're small batch. Yeah. And that's what a lot of this is. And that's totally fine. You want to kind of dive into those nuances. And, you know, some breweries, experimental projects have become flagships. And that's kind of a way to kind of research. Um, but I still always love giving mass credit to people that can win awards in their flagship beers. For example, Von Ebert Volatile Substance wins gold in IPA. Look at the Pilsner category. The Pilsner category is, um, I'm I'm in love with it so much. Gold, Frame Pilsner. Silver, Ex Novo Pearl Haggard. Bronze, Breakside Noble Pilsner. It's just like... Noble Pilsner is a newer beer that Breakside is doing, but they're packaging it, and it sounds like they're going to keep packaging it. It's, it's like three of the most basic but popular pilsners just winning medals yeah i love pearl haggard it's probably my favorite ex novo beer and to see that and you know to go alongside you know look in this golden blonde and other light ales there's silver pelican kawanda cream ale yeah that's awesome it's awesome awesome especially awesome. because we just tried it last week and we're like oh wow mm -hmm. okay yeah and you see it there you're like aha it's not just us yep because they're doing what double blind tastings and stuff mm -hmm. like that so uh, I saw that Chicha got a bronze. Our friends down in Chicha, yeah, down in Salem. Uh, I think it, it was the for the five hundred five pale, five hundred five pale, which was in the like in flavored the beer, flavored beer category. And yep. I, if I remember correctly, when I went down there, it was the second date I had with my current girlfriend because she used to live down in Salem, and um, I think that was the one that was made with Hatch Chili, and. Okay. 
I love hatch chilies. I think they're dynamite, and I'm very jealous that we don't use it more like people in New Mexico do. And I it, do like hatch. It chilies. was such a delightfully surprising beer to see it on there. I think it was. I think it was that one. I, I, I you know, it could have just been another pale ale, but because it was in the flavored beer category, it makes me think hatch chilies. Right, yeah. a pale wouldn't just fall into the flavored beer category. It was really good, so I'm glad that that still held up against a bunch of other beers in that category. Yeah, I mean it. It it's nice to look across this list and 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 see our friends. You yep. know, our friends at Berlick won a couple medals. You yep. know, good for you guys. You deserve it. Drink. You know, and yeah, I mean, it, it, again, this is this is just it, it's a really nice just kind of celebration of the industry. And I know there's probably some people out there, you know, that that feel that they should have done better. Um, felt strongly about your beer, but, and, but that's great. That's the standard we all hold each other to. And I think from what we've talked about with people in the industry before is that oftentimes the medals don't matter quite as much. Like, they're cool, mm-hmm. but it's the it's the pushing. Mm-hmm. Like, if you, if you thought you put in a really good beer and you didn't medal in the category you put it in on, it pushes that, hopefully, pushes that brewer to be like, okay... Let me go try those beers and see what they liked about them and then see what I can do to tweak this a little bit more. Right. It's a it's a constant motivating factor for a lot of breweries because it's like we want to get an award. You know, we want to be the next Breakside. Yeah. We want to be the next Von Ebert. Or, you know, we didn't mention it. Small Brewery of the Year goes to Song. Oh, God, I love their stuff. Uh, down in Eugene or down outside of Eugene. Matt and the crew down there, they are so amazing. I love their beer. That's a, that's a brewery I haven't... <clears throat> Uh, dived into too much because it's usually not the type of beer that I would go for. Well, what you're missing out is you're missing out on the rhino suit. Which is a stout, right? Which is stout. Yeah. yeah that's stout life. Um, but I've also <clears throat> been growing my palate and starting to appreciate sours and uh, mixed fermentation and Britannomyces and stuff a lot more. So that could be a brewery that I can dive into this year and kind of try to commit myself to because they won Small Brewery of the Year. I saw Belmont Station <clears throat> won for the f- seven millionth time in a row for uh, Bottle Shop. And Lisa was uh, given the Lifetime Achievement Award. I saw that, yep. Um, I saw that Top Wire won Best Outdoor Patio Shout Setup. Shout out to my friends down at Crosby Hops. Top Wire <laughs> on the map. I love it. I uh, was. I, I thought it was going to go to Migration. I thought Migration was going to get Because of the it. rooftop? Because of the rooftop, yeah, because yeah, that place is so badass. Even though I haven't been there. I've just seen pictures, and it looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, to see... To see the see the fam at Crosby Hop Farms uh, get a little love was was really exciting. One thing that I want to note in looking at this, there's a couple things as I'm looking at kind of winners, and it's all the same font, so like names keep standing out to me. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to Sun River. Sun River had a phenomenal night last night as well. Sun River uh, if won if silver and <clears throat> bronze in like IPA. Yeah, right <laughs> in the in the hoppy categories. There was Sun River. Yes, and um, including a bronze in hazy. Uh, you know, if it wasn't for the Breakside Kids, Sun River, you guys might be the hop kings of the state because I think I think that I think what they do with their hops, and I've I've talked with with Patrick down there a couple times about them being nerds about their hops, and it's really awesome to see that this brewery. Four years ago that I was like, I don't know who these guys are, but this is legit beer. Now are in every, you know, in every grocery store, plaid pantry you're going to find and then walk into the Oregon Beer Awards and still do very, very well. The second thing I wanted to say is I think we have a coronation to to make. Okay. I think we have Hazy Kings of Portland. 
We do. I think we have hazy kings of the state of Oregon. Okay. And I think it is our friend Sean and Devin at Ruse. They did win gold and silver in hazy IPAs, and correct? It, and it's not just because they won awards, but clearly this hazy thing they have been working on. Yeah. And to see the returns by winning medals in hazy shows that they've got hard work paid off. I'm not the biggest hazy drinker in the world. I know you're not the biggest hazy drinker in the I world. I still try them every once in a while. I try to kind of dabble my way in there. I had the, I talked about on the podcast a couple weeks ago, I had the latest of the um, Bale Breaker mm. Homegrown Series, yeah. which is a hazy. Dynamite. Uh, really, really good. But it's also not your typical hazy. It's got It's a little bit more of a West Coast IPA take yeah. on a hazy. Um, the only thing that always makes me nervous when I see Ruse's pictures on Instagram is that they look like chalky juice. <laughs> yep. I, they could taste amazing, but they look like I hate hazies looking. Yeah. So I'm so petrified of them sometimes. But hey, they uh, they got through the double blind, and that's a, you know those are some good palate beer drinkers who are who are voting for these categories. So without a doubt, bravo then, to Ruse. And then some funny stuff, you know. Ecliptic won an award, and John Harris accepted it while he was driving in his car. <laughs> you know, and he's like, "I'm not looking down. I promise. I'm not. I'm looking at the road." We're <laughs> just like, "John, that was wrong with you, man." <laughs> that was that was probably my 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 favorite moment. All in all, like a big shout out to the Willamette Week, and you know, Rachel and Anna and Ben and Ezra for 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 pulling it off. It was hosted in a uh, hot tub. <laughs> I saw the picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. So the boys were 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 really hamming it up this year. Uh, again, I, it was just nice to see some old familiar faces. And and we mentioned this last year. It's two years in a row now. You know, we we talk about this because we don't love big beer, but Ten Barrel cleaned up. Whitney and Tanya, Whitney in, in the Pearl, and Tanya in 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 Bend. You know, I I, I have my own biases. Um, just about where I want to spend my dollar when it comes to craft beer. You know, uh, we, we want to support the people who are still local and not exactly purchased by big beer. Exactly. And and that's kind of that's my bias that I'm gonna I'm gonna live on that hill and I'm gonna die on that hill. But boy, those ladies make some of the best beer in the state of Oregon. And I wish I wasn't such a jerk and would actually go in there and drink those beers because those ladies are not just talented, they are top of the top. Yep. And so congratulations to them once again. It's it's like the it's like the the hidden thing we all forget about is when Oregon Beer Awards come around, Tanya and Whitney tend to clean up. All right, let's get into beer of the week. Let us know what you thought about the OBAs if you did watch or, or at least checked out what the awards went out to. Any beers that you particularly love that we didn't mention, let us know. Instagram.com uh, slash beers on us. You can DM us there. Frame Vienna Lager with a silver. Yep. Wayfinder Vienna Lager with a bronze. I'm just saying, Viennas are cool. <laughs> Didn't win gold, though. No, the gold was a Hellas from Zeugel House, which I drink in that can all the time. Yep. yep. I saw Zeugel won uh, for unique fresh hop one as well again. Yeah, Zeugel did Zeugel did well. As, uh, did well. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Beer of the week next. Beers on us. Mike Lynch, Patrick Harris. Beer of the week time here on Beers and Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. We just talked about this brewery. I bought this without knowing if it was a hazy or not, but because I didn't know if it was a hazy, it was one of those where I went, you know, I want to give it a go. I want to give it a try. I don't believe it's going to be. Let's pour it and see. I'm looking in it. It looks promising. And it's a clear beer. It's a clear beer. 
This is Ruse Brewing's Collective Questions, American Style IPA, which is... I love these guys so uh, much. Difficult because they call everything an American Style IPA, <laughs> so I didn't know what I was getting. I'm telling you, I will be world-class journalist, because I do. they are on the list of people we want to visit this year. Well, we, uh, we've talked about it post-COVID, and I've talked with those guys, and they're super down with it, too. You know, COVID just hit, so we haven't... And I will not cheat. I will not give my friends a free pass. I'm going to call them out. I'm going to ask them. On the hazies? Why does it say American-style oh. India Pale Ale when it's a hazy sometimes? Yes. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call out my good buddies, and this I'm going to do it all for the sake of the listeners. This is a tough-to-read can because it's white on yellow, but it says, This bright IPA is brewed with a gentle... <laughs> Heard that before. <laughs> ...with a gentle dose of Munich and wheat malt. And hop, sorry, I'm not stupid. I just can't read it. <laughs> and hopped with Quote of the heaps, day, sorry, I'm not stupid. And hopped with heaps of mosaic. So this will be a very mosaic beer, but it is uh, with Munich <clears throat> and wheat malt. So maybe it's going to be a little bit more of a balanced Northwest style IPA than a, than a typical West Coast style IPA. You know, I, I, I love these guys and I, they're, they're such great, they're such great people in the industry and um, they work really hard and they make great beer, all different styles. And I'm just... I'm very happy to I'm happy to have them in this town and be able to call them friends. This beer is delightful. Yeah. Uh it smells delightful. It's, it it tastes like dank. Yes. It tastes delightful. Like weed. You know what this reminds me of? Mm. The volatile substance I had this weekend. It gives me very similar vibes in terms of kind of the sharp hoppy bitterness right off the top. <clears throat> The dank nose. Finish is real soft. The, the smooth finish. Mm -hmm. It kind of reminds me a lot of that beer, which is a great thing. Yeah, it's got a cool little fruity dankness to it, like a kind of mix. You know, it's like a... And in the nose, you can kind of get a little bit of the fruitiness in it, too. Yeah, like fruity chronic. Mm -hmm. The Cron Diesel. So before we go today, <clears throat> Patrick wanted to discuss a situation that has been brewing in the last couple of weeks and or years in the uh, brewing world that has really come to light on Instagram. Uh, I don't really know much about this. I saw one post, so I'll just kind of lay out and let Patrick kind of explain what's going on. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm, I'm only going to touch on this because I think this is something that we as a podcast can dive into a little further. Um, I know we talked with Anna and Annie who are opening Steeplejack a little bit about this. Um, I don't think we... <clears throat> realized it was on that level but there is a there is a woman Brianne Allen she is a brewer at Notch Brewing back east and she on Instagram basically created a platform for people to call out poor workplace environments for reasons of sexual misconduct you know ra racial prejudice orientation prejudice sexuality prejudice all those kind of stuff that we see in the news and we see with our politicians and CEOs and we all think that, oh, well, this won't happen to us. But it's not an us problem. It's it's a civilization problem. And so she has brought that to light. And I encourage you, her Instagram handle is at Rat Magnet. I encourage you to go check some of that out and just kind of see the lady, the poor lady. She's got like an influx of 8,000 new followers. She went from like 150 to 6.7,000, something crazy like that. And it's just kind of addressing the situation that's going on. Modern times was called out pretty bad in that tired hands was also called out pretty bad in that from an assist, uh, from a, just a plethora of things going on from ownerships to CEOs. It's, to it, from, from what it <clears> sounds <throat> like, it's like the top of the top creating an atmosphere that is 
difficult to work mm-hmm, in. Mm-hmm. And uh, there and there's been some stuff that are years old that got brought up again. You know, grains got brought up again for you know some of Mike's past. And uh, Melvin, I know some of that stuff wasn't really new news to me. Not that it's okay, but it wasn't new news. Uh, and it's just kind of call into action. And Edmonds had a great comment about it last night at, at OBAs that just basically just that we need to be together and hold each other accountable for this stuff. And so what I would like to do is over the next few weeks, I want I'm trying to find the right person to bring on to the podcast to talk about this because I think it's a tough thing for us two white guys that grew up in a middle-class two-parent household to talk about the trials and tribulations that women, people of color, you know, or it's different orientations and sexuality identification. Uh, it's hard for me to sit here and talk about it when I don't know the full extent. So right. I don't want to avoid this topic by any means. I think it's a big deal. And us as beer, we're such a close community in Oregon that this is these are conversations we should be having. So over the next few weeks, I'm going to do my best to find somebody in the industry, the best person to bring on and talk about this. Okay, sounds good. Uh, if you want to know more, uh, go to Rat Magnet on Instagram. Uh, there used to be one uh, that was like an anonymous one in Portland too. There's the 86 list PDX. That's for the service industry in general. Yeah, in general. Uh, Migration made a post. Grains of Wrath made a post. I didn't see if Tired Hands did or not, but um, you mean Modern Times. Well, you said tired hands on the East Coast. I know, too. but you just said migration. And you, oh, you meant modern times. Excuse me. I just me, want yes. to make sure yeah, that's yeah, yeah, clear. Yeah. Not migration. Modern <clears throat> times. Excuse me. Yeah, the, um, the 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 owners stepped down, and front of house at Portland stopped pouring, and production staff. Uh, I ran into Conrad the other day. They stopped as well. Yeah, until, until something get, happened. Until they get changed. Yeah. So, it uh, sounds like change is coming, which is good. You know, just look. We all have prejudices. Mm-hmm. We all have things that are built into us because of how we were raised or who we grew up with or whatever. Just be kind to each other. I think that's just the most basic human thing that I, I try to live by. Like, I don't understand everything. Right. I don't, you know, sometimes it's really hard for me to wrap my mind around, a, you know, a, a, an orientation someone chooses to be or, or things like that. But it doesn't matter how I feel about it. If that's what they choose, then great. I support you. That's the, just be kind. That's all. That's to me. That's rule one, two, three, four, five. Is you don't know what they're going through. They don't know what you're going through. You'd like them to be kind to you, right? So you be kind to them. <clears throat> Just for lack of better terms, don't be an asshole. You know, treat treat people like people. Yep. That, that, that that's what we're getting at. All right, that's gonna do it for us today. You can find us uh, all places or most places you can find podcasts: Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Odyssey app, Omni Stitcher, TennyDidTheFan.com. Uh, if it's your first time listening today, hopefully you enjoyed and stick around. Go find some episodes that we've done already and catch up on some stuff that seems intriguing to you. We drop every Thursday at four o'clock uh, most weeks. We dropped a day late this week because we wanted to make sure we reacted to OBAs, which were yesterday. Uh, next week we'll be back. Uh, Patrick's leaving for a trip next week to go hide away in the boonies somewhere my so we'll, own private uh, idaho we don't we don't know exactly what we're doing yet but uh, we'll have another episode for you next week have a very good weekend and we'll see you then God, four cents.